On this episode of Bluey's Brisbane, we're going for takeaway. Don't forget the spring rolls! Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate Bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Welcome back to uh, Bluey's Brisbane, the uh, podcast that's all about Brisbane with a touch of Bluey, helping inspire the ultimate Bluey day out. I'm joined at the card table today by Lou Bromley. How are you, Lou? I'm very well here in Ashgrove today. And what a location. We've taken the card table down to the uh, the Taylor Range Country Club. Sounds a bit fancy. It does sound a bit fancy, but we're set. I mean, this is the this is the thing I love about Brisbane. We're set here in the, the foothills of the Taylor Range. Now, we're like seven k's from the city here. You know, you'd never know True. that you're in a big city right where we are. No, you're absolutely right. Yes. And look, this is this this is home to uh, a famous Bluey episode, isn't it, Lou? One of my faves. Yeah. Yes. It's the squash episode here. Why do, you, why do you love squash so much? I adored squash growing up. That was often what I played at school. I loved smashing it out in the squash court. Yeah, I played squash for a little bit. I liked it because um, I was never any good at tennis, like hopeless at tennis. Like cricket was my sport. I grew up playing cricket, but hated tennis. I can never get it over the net. So squash was kind of great and it just hit it into the wall. It was fantastic. Squash was also one of these games that you could play really easily against a male opponent as well because my other sport growing up was hockey and you need two teams to do hockey or else it's just practice, Um, which is also why I love Bluey because that's hockey games as well. Um, But squash growing up for me, you only ever needed one other person to smash it out around a court and it was fun. From Bald Hills to Beanley, this is the podcast that lives and breathes Brisbane. Bluey's Brisbane! We are down here at Ashgrove, and this is kind of the suburb that almost defines Bluey. Um, I feel like I see a lot of things in Bluey that are, that are set in Ashgrove. So I grew up in the next suburb down the road of The Gap, so very familiar with Ashgrove and seen it sort of grow up over the years. In fact, when I was in school... Uh, Ashgrove was a very run-down suburb of Brisbane. It's very different today. Mm. Uh, You're talking you need a million dollars plus to buy a a Queenslander in Ashgrove. But when I was growing up, very run-down, a lot of elderly people living in Ashgrove and, you know, couldn't upkeep the houses. And then as sadly they die, you know, younger people come in and rejuvenate the suburb and, you know, it's a very vibrant inner city suburb now. But with that sort of backdrop of the Taylor Range, it's fantastic. But, um, you know, some of the locations that, you know, you've seen pop up in Ashgrove, can you uh, think of a few? I, I know I've got a few. You've asked about locations, and the first one I'm going to call is a bit controversial because on social media, this went off to identify where was the vet that mm-hmm. they went to. Um, so a lot of people have been throwing around locations, mm-hmm. and it's that corner wooden structure and it's an old shop sort of shop front structure Um, but it's our um, investigative journalism skills we've actually located it as the vets down on Ashgrove Avenue and that features in the copycat episode the big one is we're going for takeaway right so we're talking about where is that Chinese takeaway and we can actually tell you exactly where it is so on Waterworks Road you can go to Crown Chinese to go get your spring rolls and takeaway. 
Yep, and and when I was growing up, I had a friend who lived just down behind Crown Chinese. You'd often just duck up for some spring rolls. It was a good <laughs> place to go. And they have the $5 takeaway and drink, but that's long gone, I'm afraid. Oh, surely. That's the 90s, surely. That's poetic licence, yeah, we like took on that. $5 for a drink now alone, surely. <laughs> I think that's more like it. The car wash in the dump episode when they go through the, uh, the hairy monster attack, I'm pretty sure that's actually the BP service station down on Waddell Street in Ashgrove. And we also think that we know what creek we're on or in in the creek episode. And so there's lots of things in that creek episode that could look like any creek anywhere. But knowing where Bluey lives, knowing where Bluey has gone around with Crown Chinese is this BP service station on Waddell Street, we reckon we've narrowed that down to the Inogra Creek. I've actually just spoken to uh, Michael Wilson, who's the manager here uh, at Taylor Range, and he's dropped a, a, a little tidbit about Bluey creator Joe Brum, which might give away um, one of the reasons why we reckon the creek is set in Inogra Creek here in Ashgrove. So we'll, we'll hear from Michael in just a moment. You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Ashgrove's one of those sort of funny suburbs that's got a lot of famous names attached to it. Um, You've got uh, the Maris Brothers School, which is a, a really well-known school, um, not just for sort of day students, but also for, for boarders, and has had many famous people go through that. But also Ashgrove State School has also had plenty of famous people you know, come through the doors, hasn't it? Yes, I'm noticing a lot of sports names. But we've got Maddie Hayden, who yeah. used to be here. Former cricketer, uh, Australian cricketer, opening yep. batsman. John Eels as well, rugby union player for Australia and captain. Yeah, as well. captain the Wallabies, yep, to a World Cup uh, win. Yes. Yeah. Now, Kevin Rudd, he's a former PM of Australia, of course. He's had lived in several locations around Brisbane, but Ashgrove being one of those that mm, he's I been close to. I think he grew up in Ashgrove for a little bit, yeah. Yep, yep. And we've also got. Um, we're going to throw a shout out to the musicians. Mm. So, if you're a country and western fan, Keith Urban is a household name. Um, we've also got Andrew Stockdale of Wolf Mother fame. So, yeah. you know, a lot of angst yeah. and rock and roll. Now, interestingly, in I, w- I went to high school with Andrew from Wolf Mother. Oh, just casually dropping just that casually, in, Just casually, yeah, Justin. dropped the name, yeah, the connections. No, he wouldn't remember me. Um, he was the grade above me, um, but he still had the, uh, even in high school. So he went to Ashgrove State School, but even in high school he still had the, 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 the wild rock star hairstyle. In, we, we knew he was... Destined for greatness just by the hair. Rock and roll on the playground and on the stage. I like it. The podcast showing off the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. So a short time ago, I took a little trundle up the path uh, where Bandit and Uncle Stripe walked uh, to have their game of squash. And I spoke to Michael Wilson, who is the uh, manager here at the Taylor Range Country Club. And I started out by asking him just to tell me a little bit more about the history of the club. The club was set up as it is um, back in 1970, so I've been around coming up for 50 years. Um, it's basically a recreational club for families. Um, we've got the swimming pools, uh, squash courts, tennis courts, function hall and barbecue areas. We're set on about five acres and uh, a lot of the local schools use the facilities as well for swimming lessons, the primary schools as well as a couple of the high schools for uh, their sport in the afternoons. We're tucked into the Taylor Range, which is the hills between the Gap and Ashgrove and kind of, I guess, Capera and Mitchelton. Um, it's such a beautiful spot, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're just on the uh, Anogra Creek that runs along the back here. 
and like you say we've got the outlook uh, over the Taylor Range and uh, yeah it's a lovely spot there's a lot of wildlife here a lot of the uh, the, the lizards and the, the bird life and uh, a lot of families just enjoy sitting down here having a barbecue and uh, enjoying the the outlook yeah must be a bit of a dream gig to come to work somewhere like here every day Ron Yes, yeah. I, mean, I, d I didn't know the place existed until I saw the, the job advertised a number of years ago. Um, sort of tucked away, hidden gem in the area. And like I say, a lot of the, uh, the members come from the, the schools that use the facilities. Um, but uh, we do have memberships available currently as well. So uh, if there's any new people moved into the area, we, are, we have uh, memberships available. Yeah. Now we can hear a bit of a squash game going on in the background here. Uh, keen sort of viewers of Louie. Uh, may recognise the, the squash episode uh, as being set right here uh, in the squash courts behind us. Tell me about finding out about the episode. Did you know ahead of time that that was going to happen? Yes, yeah. A few years ago, uh, Joe Brum, who is one of the co-producers of uh, Bluey, yeah, he was a, a member here for a short time and played squash regularly. Um, he lives in the local area as well. Um, now, he, he approached me... Uh, with the idea of perhaps having an episode uh, where they use the, the squash courts as the backdrop and come down and, and do a bit of sound recording and, and filming so that they can get their graphics. Um, now I'd forgotten all about it but a couple of years later sure enough someone gave me the call and they came down early morning at the weekend and uh, did some of that recording for that episode. Um, it wasn't until we were in lockdown actually that uh, a member of the club um, approached me and said it, he's pretty sure he's seen an episode of Bluey with the squash courts so I logged on to it and sure enough uh, that was the episode so I flicked it around all of the um, all of the members and they enjoyed enjoyed watching it because at the time uh, the squash courts were actually closed so it uh, actually gave them an opportunity to re-engage with the club uh, whilst we were in lockdown at that point. Because it's so distinctive as you sort of look out the you know the windows here out over the deck you know into the the pool areas there's not too many other sort of squash courts in brisbane that really have that outlook would they no that's right a lot of the a lot of the courts are just in the in the, the square build, buildings which don't have a great deal of uh, outlook but it's like you say straight off the squash courts here we, across the deck uh, looking at the jacaranda um and then on the entrance pathway coming in as well uh, it's very recognizable as uh, being here at the club well thanks uh, so much for giving us some insight into taylor range and you know um, filling us in on the background of the squash episode featuring uh, Bandit and Uncle Stripe. No problem at all. It's a pleasure. This is Bluey's Brisbane. Wackadoo! So we just heard from Michael Wilson, who is the manager here at the Taylor Range Country Club, and it's probably very important that I say this, Justin, before we go on. This is a private club. One just can't rock up. Well, not everyone can rock up with their card tables and just have a sticky beak around here. So just doing a shout-out, it is a private club rather than something you can do on a casual basis and rock up to. But uh, let's talk a bit about more about what we can do in Ashgrove and things that we can see. Look, there's, there's plenty of history at Ashgrove. Um, and one of the great things, you know, if you haven't been to Ashgrove, is just you know, take a bit of a drive around. There's plenty of uh, historic uh, Queenslanders and houses to look at. My favourite, um, we mentioned the school, the Morris Brothers School. There is a house on Glen Leon Drive. It's actually called the Glen Leon. Uh, it's a fantastic um, two-storey structure, about 100 years old. Uh, and that actually housed the brothers who would teach 
at the school. Well worth actually just taking a drive um, and having a look at that. But also you'll see some fantastic examples of Queenslanders in that street as well. As um, as you turn into that street, it's a sort of a tree-lined avenue with um, some Moreton Bay figs. You'll get some really great examples of what they call the Ashgrovian um, version of the Queenslanders. So yeah. that's a great thing to do. That's really different, isn't it, from Red Hill when we were talking about the Queenslanders there. Ashgrovians are that little bit younger, a yeah, so little bit of a nod to Art Deco yeah, so and Art little, Nouveau. Yeah, a little bit yeah. later on they were developed. So, yeah, um, definitely worth a look at. And we mentioned the creek. Um, a great thing to do um, in Brisbane is riding, you know, take, getting the family out on the bikes. Um, we mentioned, you know, getting the bikes out in the Red Hill episode, but the great thing about uh, Ashgrove is you can actually ride along a huge section of Inogra Creek. You actually get on the bike back in the gap and you can go through to about Newmarket, just about the whole way um, on the creek, on a bike path, off the road. Um, there's a few little areas you'll need to sort of jump onto back streets, but um, park the car, get the bikes out, go for a ride and we can actually pop some info up on the Facebook page absolutely about that uh, ride that you can do. That's really good with the kids, but if you want to have that date night, mm. Ashgrove's got some options too. So for all the bandits and chilies who'd like to leave their blueies and bingos at home with the grandparents, we really recommend go and have a favourite drink at the junk bar. So this is a bit of an institution of Ashgrove, a very favourite place with locals and those who come in. Um, to check it out. Yeah. So that's a really good place just to enjoy some date night time. Yeah, and it's a, it's a cool little venue. It's almost a bit of a hole-in-the-wall kind of venue. Like, it's, yes. it's it's not signed. The first time you rock up, it's like, what, what? But then you go in and it's just this magical world. You know, it's a fantastic bar. You know, make sure you check it out. We'll hit some information up on the Facebook page too about that. Um, and speaking of, you know, magical worlds... You might want to get down to Dorrington Park with the kids yeah, for this the, is uh, good. You know, the Enchanted Forest. Now, this is in Dorrington Park on Fraser's Road. Now, it's down a laneway. You've got to keep an eye out for it. Not very well signed. Again, we'll chuck it up on the Facebook page with some more information. But this is a great place where you can take the kids and get them into like a really magical looking forest, which is awesome. And, you know, not unlike the junk bar, not really well signed. <laughs> it's a bit of a theme here in Ashgrove, sort of the more you explore, the more you get back from the suburb. Absolutely. And in the Enchanted Forest in Dorrington Park, you've got lots of the usual play equipment, but you've also got some pretty cool musical mushrooms um, and percussive play. So we love the music aspect in that park as well. Yeah, and look, and if chilling out is, you know, more your style, um, we've mentioned the junk bar, but look, plenty of other cafes, bars and restaurants to choose from in Ashgrove. Um, you know, personal favourite of mine is the Bannerton Bakery, mm, um, just delicious. down the bottom of the hill at West Ashgrove, a bit of a French flavour. If you uh, if you enjoy your uh, pain au chocolat or your croissants, you know, Bannerton Bakery is a great place to, uh, to go. And, Absolutely. Um, really popular with cyclists on the weekend. You often see the bikes parked out the front and the, um, hear the clickety-clack of the, the bike shoes <laughs> out the front. And look, after all that, uh, that riding, that jumping, that playing, that enjoying Ashgrove, uh, get on down to the Home Cafe. Now, this is a great cafe on Stewart Road in Ashgrove. Um, and the really cool thing about this cafe is it's uh, kid-friendly. They've got a kid's playroom, so the kids can enjoy themselves while the, uh, while the bandits and the chilies are grabbing a coffee. The other great thing about this cafe is that it's dog-friendly. So if you've got your own healer or whatever, bring it along. Happy days. 
at the home cafe. This is Blowy Brisbane. Oh, cheese and jam. So, Justin, if I wanted to challenge you to the squash hit out between you and me, mm. where can you actually do that in Brisbane? I know at my local gym, they got rid of the two courts. You now do spin classes in the old squash courts. A lot of squash courts in suburbs have gone the way of either gymnasiums or something else have just been knocked out. Where can we do that in our home city? Yeah, so the, the popularity of the sports kind of waned. So that's, that's, that's sad. Um, we've lost all the squash courts. Interesting to find out from Michael Wilson, the manager here at Taylor Range, that Joe was actually a member and would come down for a hit of squash. Yes. Um, yep. But look, there, there are a few still kicking around. Uh, Stafford. Uh, squash Centre, um, which is not far from Ashgrove, just the other side of the, the hills. Um, you can also get down to um, Acacia Ridge. Uh, you can get down to Norman Park, the Active Life Centre. Deegan, you know, just look up squash courts in Brisbane. You'll find that there's still a few kind of kicking around. I wonder, though, you know, parents watching Bluey, who wants to do a bit of a bandit versus Uncle Stripe and duke it out on a court? Maybe we can see a resurgence thanks to Bluey. Maybe. Maybe that's the thing. And maybe the kids are there controlling them with the little, um, the little squash bags, the racket bags. I, I like that, that could idea. be a good thing. Bring back squash. Yeah, there's a resurgence thanks to Bluey. Another thing that Bluey is kind of you know, putting Brisbane on the map for, maybe. I know I'm keen for a hit after that. All right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll head in. We'll get the old uh, short shorts on and, and go for a hit of squash. Probably um, need to after all the, you know, hot chocolates and croissants we've been smashing down at Banneton Bakery. Love me a good croissant from Banneton. Where are we off to next, Lou? I'm about to go and walk off all said croissants and hot chocolates. I'm going to be going and climbing up one of the highest structures you can climb up in Brisbane. And I'm going to go take to the Story Bridge and go on the adventure climb. Okay, so an icon of Brisbane... And you're going to be going right to the top. Right to the top, yes. And there's good 360-degree views of Brisbane and the surrounding areas, so I can't wait. Okay. I've heard you can see all the way out to the sort of the Moreton Bay Islands. On a good day, yeah, you should be able to see Moreton Bay. Okay. So looking forward to hearing more of that on the next episode of Bluey's Brisbane. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. Where was I going? A train of thought. Kids have destroyed it.